everybody. Welcome to Pale in Comparison, a proud member of the Doof Network. In this podcast, my sister uses her knowledge of the otherverse to take a look at Pact, Wildbow's most reflective work, and I try to not give away any spoilers. I'm Jenny, and Malia convinced me to read Worm. I'm Malia, and Jenny convinced me to read everything else. This episode, we are covering Malfeasance, chapters 11.1 and 11.2. Before we get into that, however, I'd like to issue a spoiler warning. This podcast is filled with pale spoilers. If you don't know whether Musser is finally revealed as the fraud he is and don't want us to tell you, stop now, read Pale, and come back to this podcast. As for Pact, there will be full spoilers to the chapters we are covering. All right, guys, we're on a new arc. So we're going to talk about um, what does malfeasance mean to you, Malia? (laughs) Um, Well, I looked up the definition, and this is like the shortest definition so far out about any of these things i kept looking for like alternates and they were just like nope this is it so it means wrongdoing especially by a public official <laughs> um and that made me think of laird r.i.p laird um and i was like oh no what if it's about duncan and then i got sad um fuck duncan <laughs> but then I'll, i always think about rose um but the most publicy public officials in the story are duncan and laird although duncan's not really a police officer in jacob's bell mm-hmm. um but maybe it'll be a public official in terms of the practitioner community so that could be potentially um any of the major players i guess yeah could be okay cool so we start with blake being trapped um he basically he figures out his bird tattoos can do a little more than meets the eye um ty and evan come in and play some cards and converse with blake uh rose comes in and kind of bitches them out um (laughs) big fucking surprise there uh blake is able to hide some cards coins and books behind him in the mirror realm he's like you guys don't know how this shit works um blake takes a look at one of the books um which is a boogeyman book boogeyman book um and tiff ends up coming in he tries to win her over which somewhat backfires, um, but not backfires completely because she still takes stays and talks um, about her past and Alexis, and she totally eyes him up um, before <laughs> she leaves the room. Blake ends up hacking at himself, which is real out of character for him, um, on, and gets <laughs> gets um, his bird pal Lefty, who is able to physically move his mirror. The boogeyman guard freaks the fuck out and Rose comes in to yell at Blake. Um, Blake, after she leaves, uses the playing cards and some sympathetic magic and is able to get out. And he goes with Evan to stop the Bahames from attacking everyone. What did you think of these chapters, Malia? Woo! Um, I've only known Lefty for two chapters, but if anything happens to him, I will kill everyone in this room and then myself. <laughs> which is a reference i'm glad Um, i'm not in the room with you (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna say book i was like that doesn't make sense um yeah that's that's a reference anyway um reno nine no not reno look it's brooklyn nine nine yeah i was i was thinking a tv show with nine (laughs) brooklyn nine nine (laughs) that's it it's a little different Um, um but yeah i love lefty um it was really nice the having the interactions with ty and tiff especially i mean um yeah just especially tiff whenever there's like reassurances that like yes tiff is in the story um 
are fun. <laughs> I like the th- the different vibes, I guess, between those two conversations, I guess. And I'm excited, presumably, for Alexis and Blake to get to talk. Um, but yeah, it was it was some good character work, some good emotion setting, and then we get to ramp up into like, yeah, like fight. Um, so that's fun. And I I underestimated Blake, and I shouldn't have. Um, but that's right. He's great. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, well, he can't get out. Um, to be fair, I don't think it's super common for people to get out of bindings in yeah. jail, but they're also really good at it and really strong. Um, yeah, that's true. And and I mean, it's Blake. I, I yeah, still don't fully he's... understand what Blake did, but I accept it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, well, yeah. we'll go through everything. Um, so Blake is trapped, and he figures out his bird tattoos can do some shit yeah um god the birds are so good i think it, i like it's a little upsetting that there's only one bird that's like really cool but if there were too many that might be like harder to characterize and deal with um yeah you can't left name you just all so good right mm-hmm. um yeah um which briefly reminds me of something that i wanted to write down right here <laughs> i made a note for later to talk about in a pale comparison part and i don't it sounds like gibberish. Okay. Um, but yeah, seeing Blake learn about the his reality and the mirror world is really interesting. Um, trying to move the desk and he can't. Um, later how we see that he can take objects into his world, kind of. Um, he's figuring things out. Um, he's figuring out how to use the spirits inside of him. Um, although that's like risky because they start to wear down once they leave him, which like that's really interesting because um I didn't think they would necessarily just like degrade um mm. outside of Blake. Um but yeah, it's it's he's wrestling with his world and he's figuring it out very quickly. Um and this reminds me of something from last chapter where Andy comments on how the second Thorburn heir was very quick to figure out things and it almost seemed like they were like a part of the world like they really knew the shit um Mm -hmm. and um you know and then here blake is like really able to figure this out and is like oh well rose didn't figure this out because this wasn't really rose like this is like i'm the one who was created for the space um Uh and it reminds me of or i went back and i've started going through and like rereading um packed kind of slowly to figure out like what i've missed and honestly just to try to figure out like yeah like if I can figure this out any better. And so far I haven't really been able to, but it is striking how good Blake is at the practice and stuff. Um, Although Rose is also really good at it. Um, Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering how much of that is like, you need your characters to be somewhat adept or it's boring. Um, Yeah. Like you want to move the story along, you want them to whatever. And them realizing things helps the reader understand things as well. Um, But like, was is rose like there's still something going on with blake as he talks about here that we don't understand but was there also something going on with rose like did rose Mm. get four months of lessons like i sort of thought or did rose like why was rose also you know really good at the speaking random bullshit Mm -hmm. um and stuff for instance um yes so then blake is really starting to think about how do I exist with these memories of my friends? Mm-hmm. Um, 
and seems to settle on like either I have taken someone's place, like someone existed in this space and I have taken their memories and apartment and friends or like an incredible amount of energy was expended to fabricate like all of this. Um, I don't remember if I talked about this on the podcast, but I remember thinking like that maybe the lawyers had gone out and like arranged for this apartment and stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. And like, it was kind of sparsely furnished in large part because they were like, whatever he needs, like a bed. Um, And like the universe, like, so like things like that, like the bike and stuff were taken care of by the lawyers or someone. Um, But I mean, it makes more sense if this was a person. Um, yeah. But it's like, is Blake like a new version of that person? Um, I think at one point I was thinking maybe that like if Blake is pieces of Rose cut off in like the theory we hear from Buttsack early on about Goblin and Faye and how Faye are like humans who cut off the bad pieces like of them they didn't want and those pieces became the goblins Mm -hmm. um is blake the cut off pieces of rose or whatever that grandma rose had to work with and if so Mm. maybe rose or whoever like the original person had done a lot of the same things that blake had in terms of moving out and meeting some new people and stuff but it doesn't but then i'm like but i think that that would still be like a woman like rose because we've established that Grandma Rose probably couldn't like make Paige not gay in the mm-hmm. real world. Um, I feel like I'm sort of rambling, but yeah. So I was kind of like, maybe this was like Rose's life, but then maybe this is like some rando's life. Maybe this is maybe Blake and Rose were twins, and we've done something with that. Um, I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, we'll probably find out more about that, right? Yeah, um, it seems like we are on the path. I mean, I don't know why sometimes I tend to think, oh, does, is this a plot hole or not? Um, I Maybe just because a lot of stories you're not quite sure, um, unless they really hit you over the head with like the character constantly thinking, oh, God, what is the answer to you know this question? Um, and since it hadn't been, at least from what I noticed, it hadn't been quite spelled out like this in the past, I wasn't sure mm-hmm. if this was a thing the story would be exploring um but it seems like now that you know it's brought up been brought up several times that rose kind of understands what blake is or something and blake doesn't and blake's been thinking about how how do i have these memories like we're gonna we're going this way and that's that's i'm excited yeah it's gonna be great (laughs) (laughs) yes um yeah i and then, so then we meet Lefty, and Lefty's so great. Um, he was the only one, like, he, he, like, was looking at Blake's face while he was talking, which had big, my eyes are up here energy, which was funny. <laughs> um, kind of like Tiff, I guess, um, later. And then we get, um, he's just so cute. I just imagine his little bird with the big, big eye, who's, like, moving around. And he's so cute. Um, it makes... Ooh. That was horrifying. Did you hear the that? What was that? Yeah. <laughs> it was that. Is that like nice, Rose? <laughs> Do you have like a mirror, like a Malia mirror person? No, that was like that was his pleasant. That was Alexa. Alex Alexis is the no, Alexa. 
Okay. Now I'm like afraid to talk. Um, I always forget Ben owns an Alexa because I think they're creepy. Um, <laughs> it's like the Furbies <laughs> of like you know the smart world. But I think she thinks that I said that she's nice, and I guess she is. Um, anyway, shut up, Alexis oh or Alexa. Sorry. I'm gonna get, keep getting the mix up. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's a problem. Alexa, play. <laughs> no, you're gonna Let's ruin everyone's life. <laughs> Some people actually have those, Jenny. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Sorry, guys. Well, maybe she doesn't know what I'm talking about. Um, I, re- I like started saying that. And I was like, oh, crap. I have to think of a song to say. <laughs> I don't even know if that was the right title. That's okay. It's okay. People can let us know how. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Let me think of the, like, let's get it started. The Black Eyed Peas. Is that the right title? I think that's the right title. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, you're welcome, guys, for the sweet jams. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, there's just been like this, like, are the bird spirits, or they're not bird spirits, the spirits that now look like birds inside of Blake's body. Are they cool or what? And at least Lefty's cool. So yeah, that's great. That's great. That's awesome. If Lefty's not cool, I'm going to not be okay. <laughs> so where's that i feel like you might be all right but then again maybe you're not yeah oh no <laughs> lefty's just so good and pure and good and i love him <laughs> yes all right um uh, so ty and evan end up coming in and playing some cards and conversing with like yeah so this was nice um i mean it's weird vibes because ty like doesn't remember blake it's kind of treats him like a stranger yeah um, but he does like care about him at least somewhat you know like he he they're there to talk and to keep him company um they play cards um i can imagine it's weird for ty to ha- start saying things like oh alexis always wins and have blake like finish his sentences and like um it must be emotionally difficult um yeah but it was a really kind gesture and I appreciated it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then it's fun that Evan is like essentially right back to like completely ride or die for Blake. Like there's so much he doesn't remember, but they feel the same and that's really fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sort of like checking out my notes. I mostly started writing down exactly what was happening at this part. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, it seems like I just, I don't know what these people know and what they understand um ty i mean i think they've been studying and learning because he seems to have a decent grasp on a lot of this stuff compared to what i thought he would have Mm -hmm. um i feel like blake and rose and kind of everyone treat the three new practitioners like they're like fragile babies um and i mean they don't have any power source but like i mean they've been practitioners for longer than rose has Mm-hmm. Um, like yeah she's you know been way more immersed in it and has the power source and whatever but he i don't know i like i don't know how much they know um so when ty is kind of like he i think ty is worried about blake breaking down like becoming more um abyssal um and i wonder how much of that is like concern for this you know again essentially stranger and how much of it is concerned that this person will become like a scary boogeyman who's gonna whatever yeah um, 
And so I'm wondering if that is an issue and how much is that... Does it have something to do with the thing Rose thinks Blake is or whatever? Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, talk about Evan a little bit. I, it's just so nice that Blake is back in Evan's mm-hmm. life. Um, yeah. Like, I, I think that Ty and Evan really like each other and click, but there's still like, like Ty treats Evan like a kid. Um, yeah. and I mean, it's important to acknowledge that Evan is a child. Um, but, Blake treats Evan, you know, like like a child, but also like an equal. Like he doesn't mm-hmm. like look down on Evan, yeah, or dis- dismiss Evan is I think like the main thing that it seems like the others do. They tend to um, do that, right? Because it's like, oh, he's a child, um, mm-hmm. and so when he like says certain things or whatever, um, yeah, it's just it's again more of a dismissal. And Blake, I think, used to do that a little bit in terms of like the fire sparrow stuff and stuff, yeah. But it, it seems like he's like very determined to not do that at all, um, which is great anymore. And I, yeah, it, it's he's not consciously thinking about it, and and that makes it feel more genuine and intentional in a nice way instead of a like I'm like let's manipulate Evan way. Yeah, um, yeah. But it, it just the whole conversation about like the dad look and the mom look and like dads could have mom looks and moms could have dad looks and mags had a dad with a mom look and it's just so fun um and yeah uh i love evan it's also funny how immediately he understands that blake is like i need you to lose so that i can win (laughs) i know he's pretty sure yeah like it was really i was like what the fuck is blake saying um (laughs) and then he started doing it i was like oh okay but then he's really bad at hiding it like Mm -hmm. (laughs) And that's really fun. Like, well, you tried. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, Evan needs some acting lessons, but like, also, I don't <laughs> want him to become like manipulative and deceitful. So, yeah. Yeah. So maybe that's for the best, but yeah. <sighs> you um, tried. Yeah. But it's just interesting because Evan, and, in Evan's memory, he and Blake have like talked the one time when Blake was, had first showed up and was like, you were my familiar and you can, you're cool. And then got woken up from being super drunk and like flew around the house and fought. And then like this interaction, like it's like there's like three interactions that Evan can remember. And Evan is like, I would die for you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> It's just uh, it's so cute. It's pretty cute. Yeah. yeah. It's also funny that he's just like inexplicably really good at poker. <laughs> and he like, he like barely folds and stuff. Like, I just like don't get it. And it's really funny. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so then Blake learns a little bit about Rose and the dead man switch. Basically, he's or she's like degraded the binding around Barbatorum so that it'll like start to wear out and she's the only one, quote unquote, who can like fix it. And Blake thinks maybe mm-hmm. he can figure it out. Um, but yeah, so there's that. There's like people have been attacking the house. Um the yeah, it's just like not very fun no to be them no um and blake is you know thinking oh if i can win um if i can win tie over that would be cool and what if i can win tie over by winning in poker (laughs) um (laughs) which almost seems like it would like maybe do something based like blah 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 the spirits um and also Ty kind of picks up on it 
and whatever. I'm not, I wonder what would have happened. Maybe he would have be, just become a little bit more sympathetic or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was kind of an interesting thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they talk about green eyes and Evan is like, we like hardcore shipping green eyes and Blake, which yep. is fun. <laughs> He's definitely doing that. Like, Blake Ooh, and green like eyes. <laughs> kissing like sitting in a tree you know and he's like oh she's a mermaid she doesn't have legs and they're like what <laughs> like oh this is cool yeah they're definitely not thinking about the right kind of mermaid <laughs> like, uh she's cute though yeah um, but like you know there's there's no yeah. way they're thinking yeah. anything right now <laughs> um and it was sort of fun with ty being like ever more amazed by blake and his like crazy exploits exploits um kind of reminds me of how the garricks and whatever are like really impressed by avery um Mm -hmm. or it's like you got out of the abyss like how the fuck did you do that and then like wait you got a favor from Faisal? like what are you talking about like like just all these like little things that like just sort of drops um and we tend to think of blake as like scrambling which he is which he is um, but he's we he has power um in some things and he's really good at this so yeah that was fun that's pretty great yeah um let's see so they hang out um and then rose comes in and is lovely like always and blake is able to hide some cards and coins and books behind him um yeah um yeah it's it's weird going back and reading the first part of this story because rose is like rose and blake still bicker all the time but she just like straight up sucks dude right and like well at the beginning (laughs) like she gets really freaked out and she's like let's be witch hunters like that's the way out of this and she's like very like no blake absolutely don't touch that fucking book about demons absolutely in no way do that and like what has happened to this woman and like how much of it was a lie and an act because i was obviously some of it and it's really interesting and bizarre um because i mean rose like changes and they turn yeah she becomes more like this while she's in the mirror over the course of the story but it's not yeah yeah um god yeah and the whole like blake's like or ty's like are you gonna order me like not to talk to him and she's like i don't do the orders thing but it's literally like just because she's worried about conquest getting more of a hold over her and it's just like yeah what is the relationship with these between these people like tiff later is like don't turn me against rose like and like ty you know like they're very it's just weird man she must have some sort of plan that she's talked to them about that they are on board with to some extent but like i don't quite get it and it's like why is she like you're in her house and stuff but like why does ty seem to think that she could order him to do stuff i don't i mean i guess she has the demon is like what it comes down to um yeah i don't know um but yeah so rose kind of drops or like blake learns that um all of the practitioners are still hung over but evan and blake aren't and it's kind of like i wonder if that's because you know blake sent out his his self or whatever to try to like heal evan um and so maybe that helped speed up that process and maybe blake just you know wasn't there for the actual Jaeger bomb and so didn't have the full brunt um maybe it doesn't affect others as much or something um i wasn't quite sure but that seemed like 
it was mentioned for a reason. I don't know. Sure. Um, Like, like, hi, can I please have a book? Because you've placed me in solitary confinement and it's literal <laughs> torture. And, this is- and she's like, meh, 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 meh. Like, you're just going to have to deal with it. <laughs> meh, 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 meh. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, so she's, you know, um, what's the word? Scolding Ty for speaking to Blake and being decent. Um, and while they're talking, Blake is like, ooh, watch my magic trick. And <laughs> <laughs> except don't watch my magic trick. Yeah. Um, and manages to figure out that he can take stuff, um, which is cool. Yeah. And he takes um, stuff. Yeah. And then Rose just casually drops, like, do you want crepes for breakfast? And they have, like, fruit. <laughs> it's like, okay. And I'm like, who's making these crepes? Like, I've never made crepes. I don't know if they're hard to make, but they sound harder than a lot of things, like pancakes or I've whatever. I've made them once, um, and, it's, like, they're not, like, that bad, but it's definitely more effort than making pancakes i think right and, and i'm just yeah yeah i don't know it takes a little bit of uh, practice i feel like to get um yeah i you know i can't i can't really imagine rose doing this for other people and i'm not sure that she is a good cook so i don't know maybe she had to learn it for some sort of like grandma you need to be able to make your grandma breakfast thing um but like I mean, Ty is not making the crepes because he's down here. And I guess maybe Alexis or Tiff is doing it. But also, did they, like, summon some fucking, like, boogeyman who makes crepes? Because that's fun to imagine. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I don't think I would eat boogeyman crepes. I mean, I think these people (sighs) have had their understanding of reality severely altered (laughs) and might not consider that that might be an issue. A bad idea, yeah. Um, and then he, she's just like, "Oh yeah, I picked up fruit on the way back from the thing yesterday," and it's just so cash. Even though like there's people like attacking their house, I don't know. It's just and it again since I'm like re- reading arc one, Blake is like, "I don't know if I can get pizza delivered." Like he's very like isolated, and yeah. the fact that Rose is like, "Have some crepes," it's like, "What the fuck yeah, is like, going fuck on?" You <laughs> like y'all are under siege. Like what is? <laughs> yeah. Like, what the fuck are you doing? And maybe in uh, Canada, because, like, there's a lot of French stuff in Canada, it's, like, not a big deal to just be like, I whipped up some crepes. Did Sandra whip true. up crepes? I think she did make crepes. But that seemed really, like, decadent to me. Yeah, that's, it. she was saying, like, I like to eat well. Remember, right. like, like, I'd, you know. Right, right. Mm. All right. Maybe this is Sandra. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Sandra has infiltrated the... What? Yeah, okay, no. Rose is still Rose. What if Sandra, as like some sort of deal, sent over her crepe recipe? Why? Some... <laughs> I don't know. Just crepes. She's the, o- um, she's the only one that has the recipe and... <laughs> And Jacob's Bell, so that they all have to make deals, and that's that's the secret of the story. It's a crepe conspiracy, almost one you might say a crepe spiracy. Oh, oh, I'm dying. I found the chocolate. I found it. You found the crepes. The chocolate. I made my chocolate. I made the chocolate bar with crepes. Ah, <laughs> jeez. Oh, yeah so, sidebar though um 
Hi, listeners. Is it hard to make crepes? Should I make crepes? You should Do try you it. Do you have crepes recipes? I still I have need a crepes to try recipe. Snowdrops, Chinese fans, hot chocolate. Um, That's right. You want people to... Your... Is it, is it, was it good? Did you like I, it? I liked it. Yeah. Okay. What did you put in it? Um, I'm trying to remember. It was pretty like basic, like probably jam and something. Hmm. That's nice. It was good. Did you yeah. make your own whipped cream? I don't remember. Okay. I don't even remember if I put whipped cream on it. Uh, I definitely would. It reminds me of, um, I like making, our family likes pies and we like making pies mm-hmm. and on two separate occasions, I made a chocolate cream pie for some reason while I was, or since I've been dating Ben, and he just became like absolutely determined that he was going to hand whip the cream. And I was like, it's really not necessary. Like, I have a hand mixer. And he was like, no. And so I was like, I could get Ben to like hand whip me some cream and we can make <laughs> crepes. It's true. And that would be nice. I mean, I've hand whipped um, cream before. It's, I mean, it's doable. It just, it is doable, but like, why? Like, if I have a hand mixer. Yeah, if you have a hand mixer, it's a lot easier. But yeah, I guess to, to give yourself the satisfaction that you can do it. <laughs> yeah, I think the thing that surprised me most was that he insisted on doing it the second time as well. I'm like, you've already proven to everyone that you, you could do this. Why are you doing this again? Because <laughs> he felt manly, Malia. That's you don't to take away his manliness. Just let I, him be manly. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. It's nice there, that he wants to help. Yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe that's like his main way he felt like he could help you out. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I like yeah. crepes. I remember the, crepes. there's this place in Davis that was like a little crepe cafe. And mm. what was it called? There was some kind of like a curry crepe that they would make. Ooh. It was fucking good. It had like mango chutney on top. It was really good. And I've never been able, to, been able to find anything like that because it's like a really weird uh, or an, an abnormal thing, I think, to do crepes in but man it was good um yeah that sounds good the i recommend there's it. a crepe place in austin called crepe crazy and um it's crepe. run by deaf people which is cool because mm. you go cool. in and you if you know how you can like sign to order or they just have a big menu like on the counter and you like point at it okay well, um, that's, that's good i was gonna be like well i am right. out of luck <laughs> yeah no because it's, be it's not there. <laughs> obvious until you go inside um that it's run by deaf people but it's it's really cool um and it's really yummy so i should go back there before i move um, that's a good idea yeah it's probably anyway good. crepes i was trying to think of what's the word for it's not it's not cabal i think there's some word that starts with c like ooh cartel crepe cartel so i was crepe thinking about how cartel. Trying to think of names for the episode because the in Switzerland there's a cheese cartel. Um, there's a cheese cartel. Yeah, in Switzerland there's like really strict rules about cheese and when it can be made (laughs) in Switzerland. Because you said crepe conspiracy and I was like that was fun and I was like what's the other kind? I think of cartel. cartel. I think of something very specific Uh and it. I feel like that's a very intense word for cheese. Well. Um, like how fucking hardcore are they about the cheese so cartel means something there's like an oil cartel right cartel is just when you have like an agreement amongst manufacturers or suppliers hmm um so the way i'm thinking prices and restrict competition okay so the way you're thinking it is that like there's groups of people who are smuggling drugs who want to 
maintain high prices and restrict competition. <laughs> huh. But so there's hmm. this thing called the Swiss Cheese Union, and it was a cartel until 1999, and it was about controlling cheese production. Hmm. Um, and it like made fondue popular, but it also like destroyed a bunch of interesting types of cheeses, which is a bummer. So you know that is a bummer. Yeah. Um. Ben wants you all to know that the bar, like for lawyers, is a cartel, which it is. Mm. So that's fun. That's There's lots of cartels. They're everywhere. Fun. <laughs> anyway. Interesting. Okay. okay. Cool. <laughs> That's interesting though. Um, okay. Um, we've I feel like we've got may have gotten off track a little bit. So <laughs> well, so yeah. Um, so Blake gets the cards and the coins and stuff, and he learns a little bit about he like looks at the stuff. I can't tell, like, are these coins gonna be important? Maybe. Um, the information from the boogeyman book was useful just in terms of like Blake's a boogeyman. So it's nice to know. And yeah. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Um, well, uh, after all that, Tiff ends up coming in. Uh, Blake tries to win her over, um, which kind of backfires, but she thinks he's hot. So it kind of works out anyway. <laughs> um, and they end up talking about her past and Alexis before she leaves. <sighs> I love that. Like, Blake as a tree man can like still get it. It's like real <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um yeah. Yeah. It, I I thought it was nice that she came in as well. Um I feel less I don't I feel like I don't understand why she came in as much. Like I think Ty was like, yeah, I feel kind of bad. I'm concerned about this dude. Um like he remembers being our friend and even though I don't remember it, like whatever. And I mean, I guess with Tiff it's probably a similar thing yeah um but yeah um but uh she was really fun because she like knocks on the table to like signal that she's there so he can say like yeah come in which was so cute um and blake reiterates here like you were my friend like Mm -hmm. you weren't the friend of whoever's place i took like you weren't whatever like you and like evan were like Like my friends Mm -hmm. Um, and that's really special. Um, but yeah, Tiff has this strong emotional reaction. I mean, I think that Blake is a lot more emotional with Tiffany than he was with Ty. I think he's a lot more, a lot angrier. I think he approached the conversation with Ty a bit more calculated, but I wonder how much of that is like a, this is how dudes talk to each other versus this is how like, men talk to women um because i hmm. don't remember him necessarily being like rose fucking sucks like <laughs> yeah um whereas he's like hey tiffany rose is awful like the worst and she gets upset about that but like it's also like why are you upset about that like she is like, she is the worst yeah and it's another thing yeah like i said before it's it's like there's something going on here that we haven't quite we don't quite understand as to like yeah. why they're sticking with Rose, why she's so defensive. Um, she even says something that implies it's not like she feels like deep loyalty and love for Rose because she's like, you can't turn if you're trying to turn me against Rose, I can't be here. Also, it's going to like upset me emotionally. So like I don't know if like they made promises or like what's going on, but <sighs> yeah, it seems like there's something they're happening. stuck. Right. 
Um, but yeah, um, we're slowly learning a little bit more about what they understand from the past. Um, Tiff does not know that Blake is the reason that they became practitioners. Um, mm-hmm. She obviously doesn't remember like the date and all of that stuff. And so that was sort of funny. Um, yeah. She vaguely remembers <laughs> yeah. the whole Alexis wanted a threesome thing. Um, and that's funny. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's freaking funny. Bless you. Oh, thank you. Um, mm-hmm. And so that was cute. Um, and yeah, and so then Blake is like, oh, you're, you know, you are upset. I sh- I will try not to alienate you. Um, and we get to learn about her backstory, um, which was like interesting. Um, you know, like really shitty parents and trying to like escape and run away from things and um, using, you know, drugs and sex and different things to try to get away from badness and bad feelings. Um, mm-hmm. And she describes it as like being in free fall. Um, and this also kind of reminds me of Avery as I'm saying mm. it out loud. I think getting to like really great hardcore Avery chapters in a row is making me think of Avery all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, in the sense of, you know, we see like an alternate version of what Avery's life could have been like if she had woken without um, Verona and Lucy and the Kenneth others and mm-hmm. just sort of like the teetering on disappearing a lot um, and then finding Jessica um, so that, yeah. Um, but yeah, just sort of Tiff is afraid of falling back into that um, and Blake doesn't want to alienate her like i said and so he's kind of like well i need to cut this conversation short because i can't talk about how much rose sucks which means i don't have anything else to talk about (laughs) (laughs) yeah pretty much like that's all i that's all i can say so who better stop here (laughs) right uh that's funny okay um well blake ends up uh hacking at himself um and gets lefty I mean, along with other bird, but it gets lefty to move his mirror. Uh, the guard <laughs> boogeyman sounds the alarm uh, and Rose comes in to yell at Blake. Um, the idea of like reaching into a wound at your side, which is very Christ-like, but again, reaching in there hmm, mm-hmm. and there's like a void and birds like that's horrible. <laughs> yeah. Like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> and then you grab a bird. I just and like the idea that you're like oh well I have a book and I'm gonna use this book to just like break my ribs like <laughs> and then you're like oh no I don't want to drop like the book into the empty shell that is my body <laughs> I know oh no and I was like wait like you could like you could store a lot of shit in there. <laughs> it might get harder to move but maybe he could store some cool shit in there yeah um, that's true I mean. Yeah, and so then of course he's like, "Well, that didn't work well enough, so let's use the hyena to make the damage more permanent." Um, Sweet. So that's fun. Um, this, I mean, again, we're getting beats through this chapter of Blake is something to be concerned about in the eyes of the cabal, and where yeah. does Blake get power from? Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess like everyone has a self and stuff, and like. Blake has these spirits in him and stuff now that provide him with something um, in exchange for, you know, slowly changing him over time. But, like, what what is Blake and why does he have the power to do any of this shit? Like, I kind of was just thinking that Blake wouldn't 
be able to exist once his connection from Rose was severed. Um, yeah. Although Blake was, we we think that Blake was powering Rose, like like energy was flowing from Blake to Rose to sustain her. I mean, that's the whole thing with like Pose and why Rose like went unconscious is because he flipped that was the yeah. thought. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you know, I was like, oh well, if they switched, yeah. I mean, I didn't think that, but it, you know, it it seems like if they switch, the power should be flowing from Rose to Blake and. But their connections have been severed and Rose sucks and whatever. So, like, maybe Blake has some sort of independent power source. Um, I guess he is breaking down, though. Like, he's not really feeding on things. He's kind of starving. Um, Yeah. And so maybe, I mean, I don't know. But, it, it, yeah, words rambling. That's okay. <laughs> it's okay to ramble. Yeah. Um. So he he's like, lefty, let's go. And he reaches lefty. in there. And he grabs Bird and he's like, you're not lefty. <laughs> and it's some like janky like scribble thing. And it's like falling apart. But he's like, go, well, go. Go, um, go, janky bird. Yes. <laughs> go, go, janky bird. And <laughs> the bird kind of listens to him and flies around like twice. And then he's like, I'm tired and comes back. Um, And that was kind of cool. And so he's like, okay, round two, lefty. And he gets lefty. Um, he's thinking about how he was able to send some sort of energy toward Evan. So maybe like spirits can get through um, the mirror world. Because um, it seems like there's enough spirits or something to heal him when he breaks on this side. So there okay. are spirits in this realm mm-hmm. that aren't just him. And he gets lefty and he's like, I'm going to smush you through the mirror. And it's just like the idea of like, again, I have this like image in my mind and I'm not sure what it's, I feel like what it's from, but I'm just kind of pushing something through something and it kind of like, pop and like falls like to the ground. Mm. Like, <laughs> um, God, Lefty's so cute. And he's like, okay, Lefty, move the mirror. And Lefty's like, yes, I will do that. And Blake he thinks is- that he's going to like shove his tiny little body against like the leg and like rotate the whole fucking structure. And Lefty's like, that part moves. <laughs> Push. Yeah. I mean, and he moved so then, it. Yeah. He moved it. He good he did good. He did a job. good job. Good job, Lefty. I know. God, he's so oh, he's so good. And so then <laughs> he pushes it and it moves and the boogeyman. Blake can now see the boogeyman. And it's like fucking Davy Jones or some shit. Like, or Captain Hook. He um he's tall and shirtless and bearded, and he has a hook. And he has scars from blades and octopus suckers and burns. And I was trying to remember, maybe it is Long John Silver, the the one from Treasure Island. Um, but so yeah, so he's this, he's this, he's Davy Jones. I think so I don't remember. Yeah, I just like I can't say Long John Silver without it like reminding me of the, the fish rest- restaurant. Yeah. yeah, and then it's just not quite as powerful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know that just fucks it up. Uh, so yeah yeah i hear you can uh, have you tried our butterfly shrimp or whatever the fuck (laughs) yeah yeah so then he decides to throw down with blake because blake did something fishy (laughs) (laughs) yay i don't know if you did that on purpose but that was great i didn't in my notes but then i realized that it was funny and i put ha and so i decided i'd wait to see if you said something Um, (laughs) And so he decides uh, to just do this like weird banshee 
scream um because he can't Always get nice. through the circle to mm. fuck with blake or whatever mm-hmm. um and so while he's screaming blake's like oh i gotta go get that book that i remember and he's like lefty like tilt the mirror and he like you know pretends to be really freaked out and backs up to the ladder so he can climb up and get a book um and blake's like i didn't move it i promise it was a bird (laughs) and he's like sorry for immediately selling you out lefty but whatever um lefty seems okay he's cool it um he understands i'm so obsessed with lefty um yeah (laughs) yeah i mean i can definitely tell but i can't blame you for it i love him um and so Rose tells Davy Jones to just like throw something at the mirror and break it, I guess, if Blake does anything bad. And like that's rude. But she she does ask Blake, like, if I move this mirror, will you be destroyed? And he says no, and then she moves it. So presumably she wouldn't have moved it if he had said yes, which is kind of nice. Hopefully. Um, <laughs> or she'd have been like, oh well. <laughs> so she like moves it back and he's trying to hide all the like coins and stuff that he fucking took and um she's like you're a really big problem but also you're not on the top three priority list right now lol bye but she um before she goes she like ties the mirror down so it can't rotate anymore and says that she's gonna go get a handheld mirror and do like a binding on that and bring him with her and i'm like is that just to watch him more or is that so he can be someone involved? Um, but he's like, oh, fuck, I gotta get out <laughs> now. Yep. He's like, I'm about to move myself up on your priorities list. <laughs> you know, like, good for you, Blake. Like, demand the detention that you deserve. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Blake uses the playing cards and some sympathetic magic um, to get out. Um, he ends up teaming up with Evan to go stop those pesky behames Evan. um sympathetic magic seems really cool um of course the book is like it's really useful like voodoo to fucking hurt people and it's like there's probably other stuff that doesn't have to suck um <laughs> I like mean, i guess Malia. <laughs> <laughs> like um i think king killer chronicles um that whole magic system for the most part is sympathy it's um like you know i'm gonna tie this rock to this other rock magically and when i move it the other one moves and like that's cool shit right like that can be like not yeah that's cool evil um Mm -hmm. yeah that's true and yeah so uh so then yeah he's like all right lefty like we gotta fucking roll and he gets lefty and he puts him on his left shoulder which is so cute um because he's like the right one is like will always be evans or whatever and then everyone starts crying <laughs> um it re- makes me think of like like evan and lefty as like the like angel demon like the mm. shoulder angel shoulder demon kind of thing um except like i couldn't figure out who would be the angel or the demon and i think they're just both like chaotic hype men like they're yeah. both just like let's fucking go like like it's the best <laughs> like like i'm gonna flip the mirror you're gonna be a fire sparrow like we're just gonna go all out as hard as we can um and that's fun um that is fun yeah (laughs) (laughs) it also makes me wonder i think lefty was like sitting on his shoulder but it'd be funny if he just sort of like became like a tattoo on his shoulder again 
Um, that would be instead cool. Instead of like the little birdie sitting up there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so then he's like, all right, I got some cards and there's some cards over there and I'm going to like make them into a sort of a, a, a circle sort of and it's going to help. So I don't get it, but <laughs> um, he manages to make the cards move and the boogeyman notices and, or, you know, Davy Jones notices and freaks out and throws something at the mirror. But like the back of the mirror, I thought. But like he Blake's like, and my world splintered and I saw the abyss cracks, but then I was like, all right, let's go. And I walked toward the library and then I got out and I was like, what? So <laughs> do you know what happened? I mean, no. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, it's, I mean, it's a realm, it's a realm thing. Uh-huh. So it's like, it broke the binding so that he could at least like somehow um, move to a different area i guess right like did the was it that moving the cards broke the circle that's what i thought okay i think i understood that the first time i read it and the second time i was doing an audiobook version and i was like what but yeah okay okay so he at least that's what i thought cards yeah and then he's able to get out because he's cool and he did it um got it it's so fucking good because he's just like he's such a drama queen like he's like this is gonna stir some shit up but like fuck these people and so he just shows up and he's like who's attacking like who's attacking you like i imagine him like batman like what's happening like <laughs> yeah <laughs> like all like all business not like hey guys but like hi i'm batman like oh um and so then then yeah like rose freaks out and it's just like what the fuck like, <laughs> like i'm sorry i haven't come to talk to you and blake's like yeah we can talk about this later like what is happening um and Evan's like, hi, Blake. <laughs> like, you're my Blake's, BFF, bro. Right. And Blake's like, oh, want to go help me, like, fight the pains or whatever? And Evan's like, yeah. Yep. And then they run out. And I'm hype. And it's going to be great. <laughs> he didn't even say anything. He just, like, fucking flew out the window. <laughs> right. He's which like, is even better. He's just like, yep, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Evan and Blake are going to fucking. And Lefty. Evan, Blake, and Lefty are going to like single-handedly destroy the names. <laughs> <laughs> All I right. Mean, probably not, but you know. <laughs> well, for our pale in comparison section, um let's talk about Lefty and then Avery's fireflies. Yeah, um I mean this just I think yeah, so wiggle. Um I haven't okay, that's the problem. I haven't read the most recent one yet. Oh. So I can here, I'll take my headphones off and you talk about it. <laughs> Because I still don't want to leave this out. Well, it's no. not really a spoiler, but also that's fine. It's not really a spoiler. Okay, I'll trust it's you. It's just so it's it's just a similar thing where like you know she has her fireflies, mm-hmm. and just and then like, she has a special of, firefly. That, just like, yeah, one of them like is kind of silly, and she's like your wiggle, and like okay, that so that's kind of sweet. Okay, cool. <laughs> like literally, that was it. Um, <laughs> okay, it was just like a like having these cute little dudes and pinpointing one of them so that the reader kind of has like one of them in mind but like yeah i mean the fireflies all seem like really positive whereas we're not sure about the birds but um yeah that's true you gotta read the chapter Ah! i will do you want to say stuff about it because i'll just take my headphones off it was so long and what was that take my headphones off i mean i don't need to i don't need to talk about it uh Are, are you sure it was so good. I can. How did you? You read the one just, before, right? 
Mm-hmm. How did you not like? Okay, because I read it. You have and, a like job and stuff. So yes, yeah. <laughs> I have a job and <laughs> children. I think it's so. Wildbo's sick right now. Get better, mm-hmm. Wildbo. But apparently, it, it it amplifies his writing uh, stamina or something. Because apparently, this is like the longest chapter he's written by like several thousand words. Oh, holy shit! Really? <laughs> yeah. Dang. Well, it yeah. Just keeps Get going. some rest, Wildbo. Really good. <laughs> yes. And thank you for a fun chapter. Okay. Are you sure you don't want me to take my headphones off? Sounds like you want to yeah, say some shit. No, it was just really good. It's not it's as really fun good. if I can't like talk to you about it so we're good i guess that's true okay well we'll talk about it later yeah Yeah. i've been doing like responsible stuff so (laughs) i'll i'll try to read it some of it tomorrow if i can but all right we are at malia's bold and specific prediction so what's it gonna be um yeah i think Mm -hmm. i was trying to think like ty tiffany and alexis like swore an oath to rose to stick by her for some reason um i don't know how exciting of a prediction that is but yeah um okay um yeah malfeasance okay i guess uh uh hmm. be bold duncan is going to break some of the rules of the truce compact okay duncan's gonna break some of the rules of the truce compact because he's a public official and he's going to do a wrong dude. <laughs> he's going to do something shit dice. Okay. Yes. All right. Um, do you, are the birds good or bad? Um, I think the birds are like neutral self-serving birds. Okay. Like there's, they're getting something out of this for relationship with Blake, right? Like they're, they want to, be inside and possess him for some reason and they are like they're not wearing away as fast or something um but i don't think they're just like yes we love you i think it's just sort of like we're waiting until we can take over but we don't like actively hate you okay sweet <laughs> and then there's lefty who's the there's lefty he's pretty sweet do you think if there's a an uprising lefty's gonna try to be on blake's side yeah Okay, that's nice. <laughs> it's interesting that he's lefty and like left and right have been such a thing in the story in terms of left as like the sinister slash like uh subconscious side. Mm-hmm. But I'm wondering how much of it is like righty is kind of a bad name and Evan already had the right shoulder. So now we get lefty in the left shoulder. Yeah. He could have just been birdie, but birdie's kind of a lame name too. It's true. All right. Um, well, our last discussion question was just edible nuts or non-edible nuts <laughs> i'm so. not sure that anyone um um i feel like said, everyone picked edible nuts yeah and i feel like on the one hand yes on the other hand y'all are um not considering the importance that like what are they called fasteners mm-hmm. have like nuts and bolts society yeah yeah, yeah. can't use a <laughs> Fucking hazelnut to you know, make your house dirty. Secure a, yeah. <laughs> whatever. Or whatever. Yeah, I can tell you we know a lot about that. <laughs> um, all right. So, uh, Cringe Pose, aka Kippos, says a fittingly, it's <laughs> a fitting answer to her current name. Um, she says, because someone has to come, which is thank you, Cringe Pose, but also <laughs> for flavor. And then, more seriously, pistachios. 
thank goodness, <laughs> as a general snack <laughs> and good additive for crunch to food um, cashews. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Sungachi believes that all nuts are edible with enough bite force. Um, that's the spirit. How strong are your teeth? <laughs> I can't bite through, like, aren't they made of, like, fucking iron? I don't know. Can't don't bite know. through metal, man. If you had enough but, bite force. <laughs> I mean, I'm impressed with your teeth. Part of it, too, is, like, you don't know if you could digest them, but. I mean, yeah. definitely can't. <laughs> but you know what? Some people, like, will eat shit like that anyway. I mean, yeah. you shouldn't, but. Yeah. Um, but they also say that nuts are really great with eight treasure rice. Um, you soak and steam the nuts, and so they're soft, but somehow they still have crunch. And I um, think sounds I've great. Heard of that? Isn't that like a dessert? Or am I thinking of a different dish? Um, maybe they posted some info about it on Discord, and it sounded really yummy. It sounded good. Oh, yeah, it's, 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 it's the first thing up here is like a Chinese rice pudding. Which is not, mm. I, I don't know if rice pudding is exactly the right way to describe it. Because it doesn't sure. look like it has that type of texture like rice pudding. But definitely has sticky rice in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I would totally eat the crud out of that. Sounds delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, David Hunt um, says um, he bought a bunch of snacks to eat while taking the CPA exam. Um, he bought normal M&M's and peanuts. Um but I, or like he thought he bought normal M&Ms and peanuts, but actually bought peanut M&Ms and peanuts, which is a lot of peanuts. That's a lot of peanuts. <laughs> is that what he said? I thought I, I thought I read that comment before, and maybe I, I think I might have misread it. I think I thought he was saying that like he doesn't like peanut M&Ms, but he bought normal M&Ms and peanuts, and he realized that that kind of makes peanut M&M. Oh, I thought he was saying he doesn't like peanut M&Ms, but he bought them on accident. Okay, and well, it's one of those. Off. It's one either of way. <laughs> either way, he had a lot of peanuts and he had some chocolate. So he basically had peanut MMs either way. <laughs> yeah. We got to commiserate about very long exams for accreditations. Mm. Um, that was fun. Yeah. Um, Bleg Tall chooses edible nuts um, and says that actually the best tasting nuts aren't nuts at all. Um, cashews, pistachios, almonds, and pecans are all droops which is, are the same type of fruit as peaches, plums, and cherries. Um, and peanuts are legumes. Um, but the best true nuts are hazelnuts and chestnuts. And like, have I ever had a chestnut? I don't even know. Um, I think I have. And I think yeah. that I'm actually not that crazy about the taste. Yeah. But yeah. I think, yeah. Yeah, interesting Wild. though. Um, <laughs> me see one simply says you are what you eat. Oh, thank you for that. Which is vague and cryptic as ever. <laughs> I mean, saying if you're, I mean, if you eat nuts, you're a nut. If you're a nut, you yeah, eat nuts. That's us. <laughs> yep. I guess it's also Meesey one. <laughs> nutty, nutty person. You. <laughs> all right. So. You're so mean to them. Huh? I just feel like you pick on Meesey one all the time. What do you mean? I don't know. You just, they you just said you are what you eat. <laughs> You think they were talking about chicken wings? They were talking then about you're, nuts. Then you're chicken. <laughs> we're talking about nuts. What if you eat a balanced diet? Then that's then great, but it's weird to comment that on a nut discussion question. Okay. Okay. 
<sighs> all right. Our new discussion question. I figured we also do a food related one because we're talking about mm-hmm. crepes. So um, feel free to give us your best crepe or your favorite breakfast recipes, or at least tell us about it. What do you like mm-hmm. to eat? Um, or dessert, I guess. It depends on when you eat crepes, I guess. Yeah. But I feel like I don't want to. Yeah. What were you saying? I was going to say, I don't want to commit to this, but I also feel like maybe we should have some sort of like Google Doc or something for the recipes people send in, um, mostly for my own edification so yeah. that I can actually use these at some point. I mean, but- I should also yeah. make a Google Doc for all like the facts I've used because pr- <laughs> I don't want to double dip my facts, but um, one of these days we'll probably get to one of those, maybe. Um, yeah. Yeah. If you have any like, if you don't, have a crepe recipe or a breakfast recipe tell us a story about crepes or breakfast <laughs> yeah what's your best breakfast or crepe story or yeah. recipe yeah well thanks for listening everyone if you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast please subscribe share it with your friends and leave a rating and review to support our podcast go to patreon.com slash doofmedia and if you'd like to support wildbo as he continues to write fantastic stories go to patreon.com slash wildbo you can follow the pod on Twitter at Pale Comparison or send us an email at paleincomparisonpod at gmail.com. Keep an eye out for our Reddit thread in r slash parahumans where you can answer our discussion question and share your thoughts on this episode. In addition, if you would like to see all of my predictions laid out, check out our episode description for a link to a prediction tracker. Next episode, we will be covering chapters 11.3 and 11.4. Um. And I wanted to do a plug for Doof stuff because Doof plug stuff. Doof is Doof Media is really cool, and I feel like um, sometimes we don't know about all the cool shit that's happening. And um, as I mentioned, I've been listening to the Kingslingers podcast without ever having read a Stephen King anything, and I have no intention of ever reading a Stephen King anything <laughs> except maybe Shawshank Redemption someday. Hmm. Um, but it's it they're like graphic and upsetting and so hearing scott and matt kind of be like and this part was graphic and upsetting without me having to read it love it um but it's a really good podcast again you don't have to read Stephen King. <laughs> the funny thing is um neither of them i don't think are caught up on pale so i don't think they listen to our podcast so i don't know <laughs> if they know that i haven't read any stephen king um because i've told them i listen um but they're doing a short fiction writing contest called do the king thing um i think the idea is that you write a really it's really short it's like five thousand words or something is like the max um piece of fiction kind of in like the style of or inspired by stephen king um i think is the idea and Mm -hmm. um then you submit it and we'll vote and it'll be great like similar to a fan art contest except it's fiction writing um and so that's due August 25th. And I just wanted to shout it out because, again, um, Jenny, you might actually like reading Stephen King. I don't know. So maybe you should actually like read some books read or some. whatever. Yeah. But even if you don't, sure. um, do it. And or if you like writing fiction um, and you kind of understand Stephen King's style and you want to take a crack at it, like do it. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Probably would enjoy reading some of his books. I think our grandparents used to really fucking love Stephen King. I, had I think grandma books. yeah i think grandma like loved him and yeah. i um <laughs> i wish that like she was still alive and or that this podcast and me knowing about it had come out you know 10 years ago because then i could have been like okay hey, grandma, let's talk about, grandma. 
Right. And like also, <laughs> hey, Grandma, like, let's talk about Roland DeShane and Jack Sawyer and all these things that I now know about <laughs> <laughs> without having to like give myself horrible nightmares um, to talk mm, to you about them. That is a plus. We don't like yeah. horrible nightmares. No. Okay. This week's fun fact is not that exciting. And most, a lot of you might know this already, but I didn't. So, um, a lot of you may have heard it. A male donkey is called a jack. You know what a female donkey is called, Malia? No, I don't. It's called a Jenny. Wild. <laughs> yeah. I did not know either of these things. And this is, this is wild. Yeah. Well, I'm sure you've heard the term jackass. So. Oh. Yeah. So. Jenny apparently is a female donkey, and I've never heard that, despite my Jenny name being Jenny ass. forever. Um, <laughs> it's not It's not supposed to be a Jenny ass. It's just a Jenny, or the, there might be another... Hold on, I have a website. I'm looking at stuff. I just didn't realize jackass is like donkey donkey. I mean, I don't know if it's donkey donkey. Well, asses are donkeys, right? Yes, Malia, but I'm just saying they're called jacks and jennies. <laughs> I've never Here. heard this ever. Here, let's look. Male donkey, jack or jackass. So female is a Jenny or Jeanette. Jeanette. Which is odd, but I'm glad it's not a Jenny ass. <laughs> so I figured I'd look up a list of male and female am- animal names. And I Ooh, found yeah. this. It's on uh, ter- termcore.eu, which was, it stands for Terminology Coordination European Parliament. This is this I'm going to send you this website, Malia, because it's just interesting that they have this website for that. Um, so they have animals, uh, not all, not every animal, because that's a lot of animals, but they've got like antelope, caribou, chicken, crab, crocodile, uh, falcon, giraffe, lobster. I'm kind of <gasps> jumping around. They've got a bunch of them. So figure we pick Did a couple the- of them. Yep. Okay, go for it, Malia. <laughs> He obviously like, have one crab? no <laughs> oh my so gosh is a, hen, a, a crab is a fucking hen or jenny <laughs> what is up with jenny <laughs> but so, instead of jack they're jimmies <laughs> okay so i'm i'm either crabby or a jackass apparently <laughs> wow yeah jenny's and jimmy's or hen and cock and i'm kind of like why are crabs like chickens um yeah what the hell it's bizarre yeah okay, are there any other so jenny's on here i need one. to scroll okay i don't see any other jenny's i see jill a few times uh-huh actually there's a lot of jills on there apparently a female goat is a nanny or a doe oh a nanny goat i think i've a heard nanny that goat. or a billy goat or buck goat <gasps> Ooh, or a guy. this one's fun so seahorse, they're sea mares and sea stallions. <laughs> oh, I like that. That one's fun. Actually makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Let's just look. I, I got to look and see how many animals are hens as well. Okay. So chicken, crab, duck is a duck or a hen for a female duck. And it's a drake for a male duck, weirdly. Mm-hmm. Okay. More hens. Finch, hawk, lobster. <laughs> mallard salmon salmon and turkey okay so a lot of those things are birds and then some of them are not birds like (laughs) seafood basically Uh, i like a peafowl is peahen what is that wolverine wolverine um 
the if you're a man, you're a Wolverine, and if you're a a girl, you're an Angeline, and that's cute. <laughs> okay, interesting. Yeah, um, yeah, peahens and peacocks. Um, Ooh, let's look at the possum. Oh, 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 Jill and Jack. That's cute. That is cute. Let's see. Uh, How about a? I don't know what else. A hedge hedgehog and guinea pigs are that guinea pig are kind of wild. So they're both um, it's sow and boar for sow hedgehogs and, and boar. guinea pigs. Yeah, interesting. Also pigs, I guess. Oh my god, gerbil. So gerbils are does and bucks. Does and bucks. <laughs> Fucking gerbils. It's so good. Um, right, and a wolf is a bitch or she wolf for a female and a nice. dog for a male. Hmm. According um, to this, cats are queens or toms. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then right after that, chimpanzee is either an empress or empress or a blackback. Fascinating. Fascinating. <laughs> A dragonfly is either a queen or a king or a drake. Oh, it's kind of nice. Yeah. I feel like I should know this one, but for falcons, apparently the girls are falcons and the boys are tearsels. Huh. Weird. I feel like Sun should have taught me that. Oh, okay. I like ferrets. Ferrets are gills or jills and hobs. Hobs? <laughs> Hob. Like jellyfish is a sow or a boar. They've got a lot of so and bore. You need to know <laughs> male, <laughs> female jellyfish. Hey, you know what? There's, I don't know, but there's, <laughs> there might be a reason. That's so weird. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is bizarre. Oh, um, apparently, lady kangaroos are sometimes flyers, and mm. the males are sometimes boomers, which is pretty funny. Boomers. <laughs> okay, boomer. <laughs> okay, boomer. <laughs> All right. Well, I feel like that's a good way- place to end this. Um, that's fun. Yeah. Unless you see any other ones. Deer. I, let's read the deer and the fox just because um, mm-hmm. we already read the cat and the possum. So deer is doe or stag slash buck for ma- the male. Uh-huh. And then fox. Fox is interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll let you read that one. Okay. Um, For females, they're vixens. And for... um males their dogs which is confusing oh my god oh what did you just see a, a great one that sounded like it no i was just thinking about lucy <gasps> and john oh my god <laughs> and now I'm sad. Oh, it was meant to be and it got wow but did you know this did you know that <laughs> you probably did because you know <laughs> Uh, i just feel like if you call a male fox a dog it's really confusing i mean a lot of these are pretty confusing like would you call a jelly a male jellyfish a boar definitely (laughs) (laughs) or like a salmon a hen you know yeah no that's fucking termite the female's a cow and the male's a bull like it's just confusing Oh, swan, pen, and cob. I think it heard pen, cob. Cob. Interesting. Pen, yeah, not hen, but pen. <laughs> pen. Pen and cob. And the little ones are called, like, siglet or something. What are they called? Fuck. Anyway. Well, this is uh, informative. <laughs> good to know. Is, yeah. I mean, good time. Yeah. I'm not going to remember any of this stuff. Um, the Empress Chimpanzee. I like that. Dignified. Yeah. 
That's right. All right, guys. Um, have a good week, and we will continue talking into our microphones next week. Woohoo! All right. Time to fight some fucking behames. Not us. You know, I mean, spiritually. We're not going to go beat up any called behame. <laughs> yeah, okay. We'll, we'll cheer okay. from the sidelines. It'll be good. Woohoo! All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.